Welcome to The Health Code. This is our podcast where we chat about all things health, fitness, career, relationships, and lifestyle. It's kind of like your weekly catch-up with the girls. <clears throat> and the boys. Yeah, the boys. All right, guys, welcome back to The Health Code podcast. And on today's episode, we have two incredible people. One, Caroline Buchanan, who is a five-time... Is it downhill mountain biking? Sorry, I know we said this before, but downhill mountain biking or just mountain biking champion? (laughs) And three-time BMX champion. And then next to her, her boyfriend, and an absolute madman on a motorbike, the psychopath John Pruddy. You probably would have seen him on my Instagram recently. We did a shoot together. Um, And you're currently repping a pretty serious injury at the moment. Do you want to talk us through what's happened? Yeah, so basically... um when I caught up with you just a few months ago, I sort of showed you one of the projects I've been working on and that was uh, a world's first, which I was looking forward to sort of putting out to the world and it was going to be like my big sort of um, notoriety kind of stunt to really put my name out there and get the attention of the world, basically in X Games especially. I was really working on getting into that for this year yeah. uh, and unfortunately working on a world's first, I had a um, pretty good get-off and that meant I... Um, now I've had two operations. I dislocated both my knees. I broke both tibias and I've now had two knee reconstructions. And in that I had four blood transfusions. And it was pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, a, it was by far the worst accident I've ever had. And um, yeah, so it's sort of five weeks post-accident now and I'm on the mend. So I feel like this podcast is going to be so hard for me to like, keep small because there's so many questions we could ask you number one of like dating an athlete (laughs) like how do two athletes date each other because an athlete's life is very selfish and not in a bad way it's just it takes a lot of sacrifice i could also ask you about life now with the worst injury i can think of (laughs) two broken legs and then just on top of everything just your achievements in general and how you guys got into being this amazing sports people and Caroline you're like an Olympian I was just stalking your Instagram and like seeing your deadlifts and things like that I was just like oh my goodness I just I'm fangirling over you right now. <laughs> like literally I was stalking your Instagram for a solid half an hour and I was like whoa this girl's a beast yeah <laughs> so There's I guess going yeah. yeah honestly so for for anyone that doesn't know you like who are you guys and how did you meet? You guys are just like couple goals. <laughs> well, it's actually interesting. We've known each other a lot longer than we are probably officially dating. He probably tells it funnier than I can tell it. Um, yeah, well, basically, we both grew up in Canberra. Um, and as far as like action sports and riding, like it's a pretty small community in Canberra. Um, so as far as like the moto world and the BMX world, like we all kind of knew each other. And like Carolina spent a lot of time in the States in the last sort of 10 years. So whenever she was home, like we'd always kind of just catch up and just like purely as like mates and just go for a ride here and there or catch up for a coffee. And it was just like nothing. I was always just trying to like hook my friends up with him and never realized I <laughs> like, well. like we actually, we'd even caught up. It's funny, like we caught up together like with our exes in the past. And like stuff we like double that. dated, like, but with, with yeah, the other yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so then, um, yeah, then, like, as far as, like, us starting to date, um, Caroline came home um, after a pretty, after one of it, or after her serious accident, and... Um, yeah, I had a very, pretty big 
chest accident. So like me from the waist down is pretty good and him from the waist up is pretty good. So we put us together. Like, <laughs> pretty good. What, we what got one you good body. You're like Iron Man. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that was sort of why I did come home. Um, I had like a big off-road vehicle accident and had like basically two and a half years of surgeries and complications. And now, um, and you get back on the bike. Girl, yeah, back crazy. on the bike now. Um, rolled an off-road vehicle and I went underneath it and it crushed me. So the roll cage broke my chest, snapped my sternum, double punched and collapsed both my lungs, punched my heart wall lining, broke my nose, um, did everything. So I ended up with like 13 surgeries and uh, three full chest reconstructions over like two years. And so finally, um, yeah, once I was like back returned to sport, it was, I came back to Canberra and yeah, we just reconnected and he had this like crazy goal and I've sort of been a bit of an influence, I guess. And yeah. mum yeah. probably hates it. Can you, yeah, like, actually, John, can you talk us through your, your goal, like what, what you're trying to achieve? Because, um, uh, like when I, when we went and shot together, we, we did a shoot for true protein together. And when you showed me that ramp that you're going to send yourself off and the type of trick that you're going to try and do, like it's, it's a big thing. And then you've got the weight of the motorbike up in the air there with you as well. Like, do you want to talk us through what you were planning on doing with that? Yeah. Goal? Well, it sort of comes back to even where Caroline was talking about like a bus sort of like starting to reconnect. Like um, we just sort of went out to dinner one night, which was back in town and she was just like super vulnerable and just basically told me everything about her accident and stuff that she'd been through. And I basically opened up and told her kind of the exact same thing. Like I'd been through pretty rough relationships and like injuries and stuff like that in the past. And I felt like I knew myself really well as a human. And I felt like she knew herself really well as an athlete and kind of together, like we just really helped like mold each other, like as an athlete and pushing myself to like, you know, what you were just talking about. She's, done so much for me in that respect just going you know like you are capable and if you put the time into it like anything is possible and I felt like I've kind of helped her in the sense of going like you know what like you are an amazing woman and you know you can achieve anything and you are worth it and um you know so as far as like our relationship it's kind of been like super weird but we've just worked together so well from like day one and that just comes back to like being super vulnerable like the first time we kind of caught up and then yeah and then like 12 months later um yeah like i've now i've got this ramp that about six or seven people in the world have ever jumped and you know like coming to that wanting to do that world's first like i just truly believe like i was capable of it and you know i i did land one i did land it and ride out of the airbag um which no one has technically done that way um so I kind of have a world first on my, under my belt, but there is a little asterisk to it. Um, and that comes back to, yeah, just really from Caroline sort of helping support that and push that. So, yeah, it sort of come back to the start of this relationship, you know, as weird as what that sounds. And, yeah, it sort of came back to that day one. When I watch him ride, obviously, want to throw up half the time. I'm, like, watching him from a three-story building, like, are you going to land? Are you good? Okay. So it's um, that risk reward it's always that dance and that's what I've felt my whole life like being that little girl coming from five years old wanting to race BMX and being in an action sport world playing with the boys training with the boys um it is you've kind of got to put everything on the line but at the same time like I've always been quite calculated but there is that that blend where you know sometimes you do have accidents and you get burnt and I guess it's just part of what you sign up for yeah I uh 
I could not do that. I'm such a scaredy cat. Like, here's the thing. Okay, so I grew up with two sisters and I just like my parents, they just gave me confidence, too much confidence, right? They were like, Sarah, you're such a tomboy. You're so good on your bike. I was literally doing little bunny hops and I thought I was a full on BMX rider, right? We would go camping and I would ride my bike down with the boys. They had full on little like BMX jump bikes. I had a, a mountain bike. Yeah, like it was probably big, pink with tassels it, out of the handles as well. No lie, <laughs> it actually was. So I would ride down to the, to the mud jump place, wherever, like the jump bush place. And I was like, yeah, like watch this. And every time I would like eat it, I would come back with like a bloody nose and like a bloody lip. And I just like, my parents, they were too confident in my lack of skills. <laughs> like I really tried. And then once I had a few stacks, I was like, this is not for me. I'm going to play Barbies. I'm over it. Yeah. So how did you, uh, uh, Caroline, just, I feel like being a girl, I have so many questions for you. I don't know if this is really like gender typical, like, or like stereotyping, but did you grow up with brothers or like, what's the deal? One brother. Yeah. So he, he had a big accident as well, which kind of ended his career. But for me, like I was that little tomboy, whatever he did, I did. So you know, like he would jump out of a tree and I'd jump out of a tree. And when I was five, it was, I did a lot of sports, but I was really drawn to like the individual aspect where success is on you, failures on you. And I really liked that, just that growth that it gave me. Um, and I think being a little girl in an action sport world, it does toughen you up quite quick, but it was a really good platform. Like when I was growing up, BMX was an Olympic sport. I never knew that it would take me to two Olympic games. Like I wanted to be a champion, but I never imagined I'd be like a world champion. It just all basically evolved when I went from state to national to world. And like I'm sitting here today and my Nutri-Grain box cover just came out. And as yeah, that, I saw oh that. My girl, yeah. I would have, okay. That's like, so exciting. My 10 year old self would have like <laughs> wanted to be you. Yeah. More than I do now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And like... And I just feel like both of you, your lives, and, and I say this in a really positive way, to reach the goals that you guys have set for yourself, they're very ambitious and you guys are so driven, you're so motivated, you're so passionate. There comes a level of sacrifice and selfishness with any kind of athlete's life. Even Kurt and I, we're not athletes by any means, no. but you know, even in terms of our fitness goals, you have to be somewhat selfish to reach them. So how give us kind of an insight into your life in the fact that you have separate goals you want to support each other but how do you manage both of you guys training both of you guys practicing going to bed early and I don't know like how do you guys balance that and what's your daily routine <laughs> well like kids we're actually on the same sleep schedule and everything routine. <laughs> like, so we do so much together anyway but um yeah, with his injury, it's been a little different. So I think from like the circadian rhythm point, mm. at the moment we're getting up on sunrise, going to bed at sunset. Um, I think sort of where we're at now. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you go to sleep at sunset. What does that mean? And then you wake up at sunrise. No, no, like not long after. Like what? Give me a time. I need specifics here. Oh, like nine o'clock. No, like eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. You guys yeah. are like seriously goals. Like we try to do that every night, don't we? No, and, and even never. Fox is up partying. Yeah. At eight. We're all up watching Despicable Me. Like it's good times to be had at 8 p.m. 
at the moment it's not a normal world like yeah. when he's going through so much recovery right now with yeah. everything going on and i'm in like the strength training block yeah yeah there's like a lot going on like as far as like this is like normal at the yeah. moment um in, yeah. in the past like say two months ago um like i think that we just have like a really well i think we just have really good communication and like i know when she has a big training block like to give her her space because she needs it or like to give her the support when she needs it and vice versa like when i'm going out to ride the quarter park or you know got a big day working on the airbag that's pretty gnarly that you know she'll give me the support when i need it or she'll give me the space when i need it and it's just kind of like a it's really unspoken but i think just because we've both been around it for so long that we just kind of know like and we can just read each other really well i feel um yeah you kind of know when there's going to be the highs of training and the lows of being exhausted and um as you guys would know like yeah. with the whole relationship we're in the same world but we're not in the same world yeah, yeah. we have separate like, goals yeah yeah what yeah. about like, yeah we do what about if it's him, like valentine's day <laughs> like or it's your birthday and and john's like babe i really want to do the half pipe and you're like bitch it's my birthday <laughs> like like do you got to that too no. much yet i mean the closest would be my last birthday i had to compete in indonesia so i was like hey i'm staying at a resort in indonesia like do you want to come i also need a photographer so it's like this blend of <laughs> also a photographer content is key all my sponsors are nagging me all the time for content need this and you know products are coming out and everything yeah. and our obviously have the same manager now too with ed ringwood so yeah um, good man. yeah i think that's that nice blend that you guys would know is yeah. to be doing, not necessarily bring work home, but to be in a similar world and mm. share those same passions. We're both passion driven and I just respect people that are so passion driven as well. Like it's inspiring. And I like, think you guys can relate to that a lot as well. You know, like even from when I've listened to Kurt, your podcast, and I've spoken to you about this in the past, you know, just like you talked about being in a trade and just going, you know what, like I knew this wasn't me. And like, I took that upon myself because I was in a trade and I knew that wasn't me as well. And obviously like you too, Sarah, like you guys don't just have a nine to five, you know, that's passion driven. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a similar thing. It's just a different industry basically. Yeah. It was fun. It's funny that you, you, you bring that up, John, because I remember on the shoot day when um, we... <laughs> yeah. I wanted to bring this up. I don't know if Sarah knows this. I think, I think I might have told her that, actually. I might have told her about it. But on, we, we, had a, we had a shoot day together and um, I'm standing there with the camera and I'm like, John, can you like spray a heap of dirt at me? And it was just this... It ended up being this absolute epic photo. But I got, I I I got absolutely about. smoked by you. Like you covered me like lens, camera, the whole thing was just dirt. And then afterwards you turned around to Jackie, our client, and you sort of like gave her a nod like that was payback. So <laughs> the story the story goes is that um, – actually, do you want to tell it, John? Because it's probably better coming from you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, – the plot thickens here, Sarah. Okay, so far, yeah. Where do but, I come into this? <laughs> I'm very confused. Oh, you come into it. Don't you worry. You come into it because it gets real awkward. Let's <laughs> be real. Okay, <laughs> so anyway, uh, a good friend of mine listened to your podcast and was like, "Oh my god, you got to listen to it!" Like, there's this dude who's in a trade, and at the time I was in a trade, and he left, and now he's like a successful content creator, and his chick's awesome, and blah blah blah. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll give it a listen and listen to it. And I was like, oh, wow, that like really hit home. Like I was right in a transition period of 
really wanted to push my content creation and step up my writing. And like, to be honest, the, your podcast um, like really helped give me that push. And so I reached out to Kurt, I sent him an email. I was like, basically like, hey dude, listen to your podcast, just want to thank you. Like, stoked that you put this out there because you know, like so I'm- nice. I love it. I didn't yeah. see it. <laughs> so a week goes by, checking my emails like every couple of hours because he's probably busy, but he'll get back to you in a week, right? A few months go by and then anyway, end up signing a deal with this um, protein company by the name of True Protein. Anyway, oh, no. let me know that I'm coming down from Sydney and yours truly, who is it? The big guy, <laughs> this guy here. And you're like, what a dickhead. He never got back to me. So he's like, so he's like, hey, can you just like spray a little dirt when you come around? I was like, yeah, dude, I'll spray a little dirt, all right? I'll spray a little dirt. <laughs> that is so you smoked good. me. <laughs> so, yeah. No, look, I'm so, so, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you. It's not... We get a lot of emails and a lot of messages. So, so for anyone who hasn't got a message back, I'm sorry. I really tried to. Yeah. But um, just, just well, the I'm fact that... I'm still waiting for the reply. I'm still waiting <laughs> for the reply. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> After this, I'll send you an email, man. Just waiting for it, mate. Wait yeah, for can, it. You, can you get me back, dude? <laughs> yeah. But also, when, on the day when you said that to me, I was so humble. It almost brought a tear to my eye because, like, honestly, when we when we started doing this podcast and um, I think, I feel like, Caroline, you'll be able to, like, really, um, you'll be able to, like, sort of be the same as our like, thought processes after this. Um, when we started this podcast, we, you know, we just wanted to inspire people through our own actions. And I feel like that just hearing that feedback is is so reassuring. Like, And it kind of really humbled me to be like, oh, this is so important to, to so many people out there. And I feel like, Caroline, that, that that's something that you're, you're doing now in the, the BMX world and, you know, with, with everything that you're doing, like such a... Um, I guess prior to to everything now with the Olympics and that, but um, it's such a male dominated sport, and mm. to to come through as a female, sort of, I'm sure it would have been tough for you growing up as a kid doing BMX riding and, and sort of thinking like, oh, one day I'm going to be a, a champion at this or whatever. Um, yeah, it's always those hardships that tend to form you in your life to like make a decision or do something different, or it just etches you to like feel that fire to do it and yeah for me like there wasn't many five-year-old bmx girls running around um wanting to be bmx champions and make a career out of it um and to do that like my family were really good my dad basically said at a young age like this is before facebook's before social media mailchimp and everything he's like okay so you're gonna need to like build your brand bigger than the sport help the sport grow in the to even have the ability to call yourself a professional athlete. And I'm like 12 oh years gosh. old. Going, yeah, dad, what does that even mean? And your dad was your was manager really from like age four. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's dad. giving you some good, some good advice there. <laughs> so, yeah, so lucky. So like I look back on weird moments even with us, um, sort of where that journey began and like he taught me everything from like helping build my first website and very much like IT driven and like, 10 years of like a mailing list and like MailChimp and all these things didn't even exist then but he's like let's just start building this like database and like mm. I'm so young having no idea where this is like going to evolve to um but just that progression over time really brought me to where it is today so the struggle to not only like 
grow the sport of BMX, make it a household name, get it on the box of um, Nutrigrain. Like, yeah. so I would good. look yeah. at swimmers and I'd look at all these other like mainstream athletes and just be like, one day, like mm. black will be on the cover. Yeah. Um, and whether like I manifested that and, you know, it's happened years down the track, you turn back around, you're like, I wanted that when I was a kid and now I've achieved it. So, um, yeah, I think that when I was about 14 years old, it was a real like turning point, um, very hard as like a female to continue pursuing an action sport career. And that was when Lane Beachley, seven-time world surf champion, she came to me and offered me a scholarship and just sort of left that ladder down. She was like that icon in Australia and just – for her, the ability to help girls through her scholarships and just that mental support to say, like, I believe in you, pick up the phone, here's a scholarship. Um, that inspired me to start my own scholarship program. So, um, yeah, these little, like, milestones also fuel you, like, down the track when I've looked back and haven't had successes or maybe I've had injuries for years and to have those little external um, positive impacts that do influence more girls to be on bikes or more kids to be on bikes um, or just outside like moving. I think that's almost more rewarding than your own, you know, standing on a pet podium with champagne half the time. Like when you see a little two-year-old kid on your balance bike or you see a little girl like going to the store <laughs> to get new brain now, I'm like, Ooh. That's so, so cool. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. You just sound, you sound so motivated and like you, I guess now you know what, strategies to put in place to keep you motivated and i actually saw on your instagram you have is it slay five yeah. i saw the slay five so talk us through what that is it was like a little list of five things you wanted to slay in the morning or what's the deal with slay five yeah so slay the day oh, just like in the day. day um slay five is like five tasks to do every day so i have like a vision board i've spent half my time between the u.s the last 10 years and half my time in canberra um yeah so with the vision board it's like a little bit of just the visual goals my weekly like training layout my content um and then sort of my goals that year my goals for the following year and then it's like the five need to's get done every single day um when we're traveling and even like me and john have done this together uh we like i think it's an athlete thing too just having that structure and mm. i like to keep him accountable and him to keep me accountable but yeah one thing like you might be able to talk about this like one thing that we love, especially when you do go through times like this, is um, that gratitude. So we do, like, the five things to you. Like, what are your five today? What are your five today? We kind of know what's going on. And I can be like, you didn't do that today. Like, <laughs> 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 you, you accountable, you know? Um, but, yeah, the three things of gratitude. Yes, we, like, <laughs> we start our morning, well, like, especially this last month um, where I've sort of been in and out of hospital a fair bit, but, when I'm at home, so we'll basically try and get up just for the sunrise, watch the sunrise as we're watching it. Uh, we'll we'll go through our three gratefuls. So basically three things that we're really grateful for that day. Um, and once we've done that, then we'll do like our slave five. So all these like the five things that I really need to get done that day. And they can be something like so simple as like a social media post across all um, yeah. boards or, you know, anything like, dude, like for example, today was like, I need to walk 20 meters. Like that was one of my goals today. Yeah. And yeah. done with all that sounds, you know what I mean? Like that's one of the things that I wanted to tick off and it can be super small. They can be quite big, like whatever they are. But yeah, for us, like that's how we start our day. And again, it comes back to that accountability, but the gratitude too, like that, uh, we are both just like massive believers in like, if you're like the gratitude, it's just like sending out those good vibrations and they just come back tenfold. And, like mm -hmm. even 
to like the Kurt, like photo shoot. Like, you know what I mean? When I heard his podcast and looked him up, like I, I became an instant fan. And it's like through like being grateful, I believe, like it, it almost manifested into me being able to work with him and now like, you know, almost being able to call him a mate, you know? So it's yeah. just like... Almost, but, come you know, on, guys. Yeah. Yeah, we're mates. Almost, yeah. mate. Almost. <laughs> it's from your side of things, not mine. When you yeah. when you apply, when you apply, yeah. you can be mates. So yeah, like as far as like coming back to the Slay Five, like that's where it sort of comes from, and it's just like such a nice way to start a day, you know, yeah. like because you you wake up grateful, you know, and it can be as simple as just being grateful for fresh air or like running water you know something so simple or grateful that you know one of my best friends checked in on me to see how it was yesterday like yeah. something like that or you know so for us it's just yeah a beautiful way to start the day and then we can start our day being accountable and i know what caroline needs to get done and she knows what i need to get done and that's how we start our day and it's just yeah the best guys, i love that I that's love so that. good yeah. yeah i like the also the, the the thing of like you being motivated by the podcast and it's funny when you start when you start like working towards your goal how like the balls like they just sort of like everything aligns and then like the balls in motion just start moving forward and and things just start happening and and you know it's, it's kind of like when me and Sarah first met um I was sort of in that transition period of becoming a photographer and stuff as well and like Sarah came along and and it was it was kind of like it was meant to be like she needed content consistently and stuff. And I, then I, I started a, shooting for her. And, yeah, I needed a, a cameraman literally yeah. for my ebook at that time. And I was like, hey, I know we just met. And like, I literally, did. <laughs> I'm calling you my boyfriend this week. Can you shoot my ebook? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I like, yeah, I like that, that thought process because it, it's so true. When you start working towards a goal, things start happening and it starts working in your favor. And now, a quick word from our sponsor, our favorite online learning program, Skillshare. That's right. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers memberships with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. We both love Skillshare. Like, honestly, yeah, that's true. every time I talk about it, I'm always kind of doing the same course, but graphic design... I'm using it more and more every day. So I just want to get better and better at it because the online space right now, it's all editing and graphic design. However, now I feel like it's the perfect time to jump into some kind of course and just be productive with your time, mm. stimulate the brain. So Definitely. tonight I'm thinking of starting one of the new courses, which is interior design. <laughs> I know, so random. I don't know, like every time I'm on Skillshare, it's good because it's, work focused and I feel like I'm being productive but I think if I do an interior design course it's like fun and mindless to me because it's not work it's like fun yeah yeah well I've been actually um upskilling myself in some filming techniques which is funnily enough like you'd probably see like my work and be like oh he's really good but you can never stop learning and you can never stop learning from other people's experiences as well so I think it's just a great opportunity to jump in there and just continue that growth so if you want to explore your creativity and get involved in Skillshare then you just have to go to skillshare.com forward slash health code and you get two free months of the premium membership which is actually amazing you can smash out a lot of courses in two months let me tell you yeah so that for you guys who missed that skillshare.com forward slash health code let's get back to the episode but um i want to i want to touch on something i I've been doing a little bit of research into a thing called flow state, and there's a there's a guy in particular called Stephen Coulter. So he used to be a um, he used to be like an action sports journalist, and now now he's kind of transitioned into this like public speaker, and he talks a lot about this mentality of um, people in this 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 system called flow state. 
And basically, the reason why he started thinking about it is because when he was doing this, these journalism articles on people like yourself, like action sport athletes, and he would notice that you guys would have these massive injuries, but then you would come back from an injury and you would perform at like the most peak level that your body could possibly do. I just want to like come see back stronger. Yeah. And I just wanted to see Caroline. Um, and I guess John, you'd probably be able to touch on this soon as well. But Caroline, when you got that first injury, um, did you feel, did you feel like you, you, you were just more zoned in and, and you, you were performing better? Do you, do you feel like you came back stronger than ever? Yeah. And I think it's part of like going to that place of like everything, all your awareness is like heightened. Mm. Um, so not only like, when you go through that amount of pain, it comes with obviously like the pain, the anxiety, the all emotions that come with it, your identity, the fear of your career. Like I didn't know if I'd ride a bike again, like it was quite intense. Um, So to kind of go to that spot and then take a step back to reality and be racing again. So many of the stresses that you used to worry about, which hinder performance, you're able just to stay more in the moment and you're not sweating the little things as much. Um, I think that's probably the biggest thing. So there's so much growth that you can learn from like some of the worst times in your life. And me going through it, like I'm really glad now that I'm going through it like with John, because there's mistakes like I made too with like not having the right amount of nutrients and my vitamin D running low. And then my, I couldn't, my body couldn't carry enough calcium to actually like fix my bones because my vitamin D was low. So there's all these little things that just kind of now with him going through his injury, I can be like, okay, we've got to make sure like you've got calcium, vitamin D and A and like bone broth and like, like <laughs> You're talking yeah. Sezi's language right now, Caroline. <laughs> yeah. Did I just yeah. hear we're switching stop. to a health podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop. No, you can go yeah, for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but even like back to the injury thing, like it sounds so bad, like we're both up here sort of talking about our injuries, but like for the most part, I've just gone 10 years without having a single injury, you know, and like I, I was riding four or five times a week. And as for Caroline, like she didn't even crash on a bike, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's just like, I'd hate for anyone listening to be like, oh, these action sport athletes, you know, they're just breaking bones all the time. Like, man, I just went 10 years and I had a really good run. And like, it's almost inevitable. And I was working on something really big and the ramp I was jumping is, like um, six meters high. Yeah. So it's more like, likely. It's the size of like a five-story, yeah, like, six-story um, building. <laughs> like I'm 15 meters high. There's a chance that something could break. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, there's a chance. There's a chance. Like both your legs. But oh, my God. For most of the time. It's, yeah, but for the yeah. most part, like action sports, you know, yeah. um, or any sports for that matter. Like I'd hate for people to be listening and just be like, oh. What's... Yeah. What's your, both of you, what's your training routine? Like, how do you balance how much I always wonder, like with football players and stuff, like how often do they go to the gym and like lift weights? And then when do they tackle each other and throw the ball? Like, how do you balance riding? I was going to say riding a bike. I don't want to, I don't want to diminish. You're amazing. How do you balance riding your bike and then training? How do you balance, you know, riding your motorbike and your yeah. BMX Especially and training you, in the gym. You mentioned before you're in your, you're in your strength period. Like, what does that look like for a, oh, have a you person seen riding a dead, bike? Have you seen a deadlift Instagram post? Yeah, I have. It's <laughs> insane. It's insane. Yeah, well, well, this week, this week, for example, I'm in a strength block. So that's like an eight-week block, three gym sessions a week. They roughly take about an hour and a half. Um, most that's of my work time. is like hmm. it's a big fail session. on five. 
like that's your typical like strength building block so if you're like failing on your fifth set like you're pretty much on track to like hitting your benchmark um yeah so for me being like a strength power athlete since age of five i sort of started through the ACT Academy of Sport and they were like really great with just learning the fundamentals of movement. Um, I've been in the gym since I was nine years old, which sounds crazy. What? Um, my, yeah, my <laughs> what do you mean? My dad was like, I was just that little girl who wanted to train. And like, it wasn't necessarily like lifting weights, right. but it was like how to do a proper squat, how to like jump on one leg and just like- At nine? <laughs> You're like yeah. my dream Sarah daughter. Shooketh. Can you like shrink in size and then I can adopt you? <laughs> What's Fox doing now? Get him in the gym. Yeah, you right? Yeah. Oh my, no, I'm scared. Do you know what? Like, I think what you guys do is so cool. And I would love it like when Fox is older to be like, yeah, my son is a BMX rider and he's like motocross, but I can't deal with the inch i know we don't want to focus on the injuries i get it <laughs> yeah. but i'm a mother and if he if he like even just like face plants walking i want to cry i can't deal i don't care he'll be I, all right <laughs> I, I can't wait to see your potential future babies because they'll, they'll be weapons oh, it's and fox be an can be no, no, i don't think so i don't think so because it's what? funny like you're talking about that because if i go and watch caroline race even if i watch it i don't really mind watching her train like on the bike but if mm. i watch her race i feel sick oh. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't want to race today, that's cool. Because I'm, I'm I, okay I fully like, feel I'm like you. like an Olympic qualifier. I'm like, I need to race today. <gasps> yeah. nah. When I went to Queensland, I went to Queensland to watch Kurt's World Championships of uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. And people were like punching him in the face and like hitting him and kicking him in the ribs. And I just wanted to cry. And he came off the mat like buzzing and like smiling with blood all over his yeah, face. I, I was it. like... I don't like that. I think, well, I think the, like this is the only way I can compare to your sport. Like I obviously love my action sports as well and stuff like that. And you just get an adrenaline rush. But I feel like you you kind of, um, how would you how would you describe this? Like you thrive off that adrenaline and you, you don't necessarily think about the worst case scenario when you're out there. Is that kind of like what's your mental, I guess, your, your mental state prior to like a big event or both of you, you know? John, you going off the the big kicker, and Caroline, you before a big race. Like, what are you guys thinking? It was actually really chill. Hanley just told me this the other day. Like, he had two words going through his head before he was like going to take off this ramp, which could have ended up in a wheelchair. It could have gone really well. So, yeah, it was like two words. Yeah, yeah. So basically, and like me and Caroline talking depth. Like, obviously, like with the gratitude stuff. Like, we're super close and pretty vulnerable to each other like we'll tell each other just about everything but like as far as that self-confidence like basically whenever I've been in the gym for like the last three months like all I would tell myself is like I'm calm I'm unstoppable and then literally every time I was going into that ramp I just tell myself I'm like I'm calm I'm unstoppable and then take a deep breath and off you go and it's like that was just so leveling like self-leveling and just it's like I've been there before you know and it's yeah. not like it was anything different it was like all right dude I'm calm and I'm unstoppable and we're going to we're going to get this. And yeah, for me, like those two words just worked and like, and it really hit home and yeah, it really did give me that self-calm. Yeah. And then for me being like a female, I'll pedal into like a really big jump section that I've never done before. And I've got 10 minutes left of practice and we're about to go up for like, you know, the racing and there's all these like alpha girls and there's adrenaline and testosterone <laughs> and coaches and people and all these things mm. going on. And I'm like, yeah, I want to go home today. I'm like no <laughs> um I've found that like a hard balance being a chick yeah. just yeah. 
managing like my emotions and feelings that say like, nope, you're done today, go home, let's sit on the couch. And then that other part of me going like, you've got to step up, you've got to handle fear, you've got to run with it today. Um, and I like to, what just simply worked for me was like picturing fear and like grabbing it and just being like, you know, realizing like my body is sweating, I've got like, like my heart's racing, I'm getting all these like emotions. Um, but just to grab that fear, put it in my pocket and be like, all right, like, thank you. Like you're coming along for the ride today and not trying to like fight it or like push it away or be like, I shouldn't be scared right now. But just being like, all right, you're coming with me. Let's Harbour go. the fear <laughs> and utilise it to your advantage. Right. See, yeah, yeah I, I, you know, no. <laughs> I get so nervous. Like I'm a stress head, okay, and I make little things into big things. Do you know one of the most nervous? Like what? Like, what? like here's for instance. Okay, so I grew up doing gym and ballet and like, you don't understand, the sweat patches would literally drip down my body. I still do. But I nearly threw up. I nearly threw up. I also started crying and I like, I needed to go to the toilet so bad. Anyway, I have never been so nervous before my year nine talent quest. (laughs) I was doing a dance. I was doing a dance to Flo Rida, Get Low, you know. Um, yeah, and, and I nearly threw up. And at that point, I decided I don't want to be a professional gymnast because I can't deal with competition. <laughs> wow. Honestly, like, oh, my, I, I can't. I just can't. It, it makes me so nervous. I want to win so bad. I want to win so bad. I can't lose. Losing makes me really grumpy. I'm not a good sport like that. I don't have good sportsmanship. Yeah. I want to win. <laughs> and my, do you know what my dad used to say to me as well? My, I would come, I would come second, and he would be like, "Do you know what second is?" I was like, "What?" He's like, first of the losers." <laughs> he did. Thanks, dad. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, a part of him was joking, but the other part was like, "Bros, you're not going to win." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, sure. yeah, I just thought I'm just going to vlog instead. <laughs> <laughs> Easier. Cooking, cooking is against myself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. Well, speaking of the cooking, I've seen these coffees lately. Oh yeah. Is this a new thing? Yeah, That's we've been thing, huh? we've been really like stepping up our coffee game uh, here. No, you well, I don't know if you have. Oh, I come on. <laughs> we've been stepping up the the consumption of the coffee 100%. Yeah, like yeah. it's really isolation has made us like caffeine addicts. Yeah. It's really bad. And it's not even like we need the buzz and like oh I'm tired I need need a coffee. It's like the art of making the coffee that I butcher oh, every you. time. We I, had we had this conversation. So I had a similar coffee machine to you guys where you grind the beans. You do it all yourself. Yeah. And then Caroline had the US style. Oh, the, pre- the Keurig. Yes. Ugh. 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 I, was like, I was like, there is an art to it. If you make a good coffee, you'll love it. And she's you like, no, nah, nah, you're an idiot. I can press a button and have a good coffee every time. Like you'll stuff it up. <laughs> anyway. <Please. laughs> And I'm a bit of a coffee snob just because I like I love I knew I making a coffee yeah. and if it's bad, you know it's bad. So Caroline's now come around to it and she's actually getting pretty good at making it. So it's so funny watching you guys because like, I've made those mistakes. I'm so bad. I cannot froth oh, really? milk. Yeah. Do you know what? We are at the level of coffee snobbery that we use it in like our games of would you rather? Like, would you rather do this or drink 7-Eleven coffee? Like, <laughs> we, are, we are ultimate snobbery. It's so bad. It's so bad. 
Um, so I really want to play our game. Our game? All right. Yeah. All right. We'll move. Yeah, we'll, let's do that. Okay. All right. I'm going to have so to slow this down. Every, we haven't done, we've actually forgotten about this with a few of our guests, but with all of our guests, we tried to play this game and it's called Shut Up and Answer My Questions. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> and it's basically just like a speed round. So I've written a few, but if we think of any, we can ad lib them. Yeah. But basically it's just quick so you guys can take it in turns in answering. But it's just so the viewers can get to know you more and it's lighthearted and fun, okay? All right, we'll take yeah. it in turn. So what, we can answer the first thing that comes, first thing that comes to mind? You'll, you'll get my you'll, gist. You'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so just take it in terms of answering, like you both have to answer each question. Yeah. Okay, coffee or tea? Coffee. Duh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the voice. All right, favorite childhood cartoon? Bug Bunny. Bugs Bunny, no. nice. No, not nice. I don't oh, really? agree. No. So okay. unoriginal. <laughs> John, that's really bad. <laughs> okay, so, okay, what's yours? What's yours? Mine is probably Rugrats. Rugrats is pretty good. What about The Simpsons? That was my second. Yeah, that's my second. No. <laughs> <laughs> Copycat. No. Caroline, Caroline, what's yours? I like Rugrats. Yeah. Simpsons. Oh, no, everyone just wants to be me. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> okay, okay. No, you read play it, you'll actually hear me say Rugrats. Really? Yeah, I said Rugrats. No. Is he a good liar or am I stupid? No, he said it the second time around. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Alright. Weights or cardio? Weights. John, yeah. you gotta answer two. Oh, both... I thought you said we're taking turns. No, like, no, no, no. Like, you both, like, you both, both get to go. Oh. I mean, maybe we'll like, do this don't, properly. Don't speak <laughs> over. Sorry, okay, okay, sorry. okay. Wait. I mean, yeah, wait, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No. Okay, so if you had a superpower, what would you choose? Ooh. Ah, I have endless amounts of energy. Oh, nice. That's such an athlete answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or mum answer. I mean, maybe you're like, That's true. Oh, I you like, oh, I'd love to. Oh, I've got, I've got the, I've got, got the, coffee. I, Just have another coffee. Uh, no, I've got the ultimate answer. John, what's your, what's your superpower? Invisible. You're both wrong. Okay. <laughs> this is You're not both... a yes or a right, right or wrong No, but thing. this one is, there is a right answer. Do you what know what it? it is? What is it? Shapeshifter. Because you can be anything. If you if you want to be invisible, you turn into a ghost. If you want to have endless amounts of energy, you turn into a cheater. It's dumb. If you want to fly, you nah. turn into <laughs> a, a lot. No, dumb. I'm so dumb. What's good? What's good? Why, Kurt? What's why Kurt? wouldn't you want to fly? Right? Why wouldn't you want to fly? Yeah. Or, or just, be a parrot. Yeah. Be a parrot. Because yeah. then you've got feathers. <laughs> be a mermaid. Shapeshifter. Sort of fly on bikes. I, I love schooling yeah. people in that one. What superpower do you want? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong again. <laughs> um, okay, I love this I one. one. Pardon? I got one for you, Sarah. Oh, oh yes. Oh. Would, you, would you rather a clone of Fox or a clone of Kurt? Ooh. Easy. Okay. Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather a clone of Fox so that Fox has a little fox to play with. Yeah, look, uh, he's got some pretty good genes and in him. Kurt is so <laughs> Kurt is so annoying. I watched this TikTok last night where this girl pretended to be her husband for a day, and she walks around and like throws things everywhere. Like she will. Oh, do you know what? Tell me, John does this too. Boys are so annoying. There's one last square of toilet paper on the roll. Number one, they won't just go. Oh, I'll use the last square and put a new roll on. They leave that one square there. Like you're going to use one square? No, and. Even if they do use everything, they just leave 
they leave the roll there and they never replace it with a fresh toilet paper. It's called being a gentleman, just leaving the leaving one little trickle there so at least you've got something just in case. But, you know, you probably should have changed your toilet roll yourself. Sorry, brother. Oh, man. Anyway, the answer is definitely clone a fox. Guys, this is my favorite question. Obviously, I made this one up. What is your ultimate cheat meal? Yeah. McDonald's hash browns. <gasps> what a great answer. Yeah. I yeah. love hash browns. Yeah, she loves them. Yeah. Jono. I think Jono. one of my favorite food is just potato, but... Cheat meal. Oh. No, you've lost yeah. it. Yeah. No. Jono, this is your oh, chance to redeem yourself from friggin' Bugs Bunny. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't feel like I can redeem myself. I feel no. like I'm just out. No, 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 no. I still have love for you. So what's your ultimate cheat meal? Come on, come on. Bring it home. Bring it. it home. Oh, God. I don't know. If you say must sticks, you're dead to me. No, no. <laughs> you're like... Maybe the... I like treats, so maybe like an Anzac biscuit or something. Oh, oh I don't know. No, no. Those, those Anzac no. biscuits that I had on Anzac Day from him yeah. were incredible. All I right. would agree they're with that. They're good, but like they're in the cupboard kind of always. You know, your mom has them in the cupboard or there's some oh, rogue it's ones. Anzac. in the... it's... Okay, okay. No, no. Ice cream, 100% every day. Or pizza. Love pizza. Mm, yeah. yeah, mine would be like a <clears> big bowl of nachos. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I changes all the time. Or like, I do. I love a yeah. big burger. I, I used to love the Grand Angus burgers from Macca's. Really? Yeah, I love. Yeah, burgers. I feel like it. I feel like it really depends on like where you are. Like, if I'm down the coast, fish and chips. Get me fish and chips any day. Okay. But it's yeah, like you know, right. like winter. Like I'd love like I'd love like a warm meal in winter with like a red wine or something. That's like yeah. good go to. He's a real like, Aussie. We got a pizza yeah. oven here. Mm. We have, like, have a pizza, pizza oven. Yeah, it's so good. I'd invite you, but Kurt never replies to my email. So email, <laughs> email, email me. Email me. Email me. Email me. I'll get back to you. What is your favorite place you've ever visited? I really love, like, hard to split between Whistler and Queenstown. They're both, oh, like, yeah, yes. nice. amazing mountain biking. Like, some of the best mountain biking I've ever done. Mm. Um, yeah. Whistler and Queenstown, I'd say. They're so But beautiful. I've also been, like pretty fortunate to like race in bullfighting arenas in Spain and cool. like oh that's pretty sick casino in Vegas and like my bike's technique is pretty amazing but yeah Queenstown cool Caroline's pretty well traveled she's yeah. pretty well traveled um for me though like as far as it probably comes back to riding and like the mecca of like dirt bikes and riding is California so like I always just get a real buzz from just being over there so of I guess yeah cool. California I've never been yeah, we, no. we were planning to go there. We were supposed to stay at Well, not I've been to Hawaii. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. not really. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, we were, we were we were supposed to do a world tour in the yeah. US this year, and it was all like planned, oh. and it was amazing. But you know, everything happens for a reason, hmm. and I actually yeah. I fully believe that though, because when we were gonna go, I was still breastfeeding, and I was just working out how I was gonna do it, and I'm like, okay, I'll have a meet up, and then I'll feed Fox. I'm I'm so glad that ISO kind of happened, yeah. and I, we couldn't do it because like everything happens for a reason. You look back and you go, no, no. like, yeah. Mm. You're welcome to come stay in America anytime. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean come stay? <laughs> do you have a house there? 
I have an apartment, yeah. But I've lived over there. Like, <laughs> serious face right now. <laughs> what? I want to be you even more now. Like, you have abs. You have an apartment in America. You can ride a bike. Do you know, I, I get scared on my little cruiser riding next to the road. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to speak to our managers, Ed. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort us out, mate. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple question. Um, who's the smelly one out of you two? Oh, this is classic cat. Yeah. You are, John? At the moment. Classic. Yeah. And then what is <laughs> what is one thing that irks you about each other? Like what's one what's one downside to your relationship? You know what I mean? Mm. She keeps the fridge open and it beeps all the time. <laughs> that is annoying. Oh, that's annoying. Because <laughs> I'm like, like an energy well, like, saver. I know I'm bad about that. She'll come and sit down <laughs> and just hear it going and I'm like, again? Again. <laughs> again. Really? That's like me. I always like, leave the tap on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh. But like, sure. but like to a flooding point. On. You are. Like I always leave lids half on. I know I do it. You just half screw them and put them down. It's like. <laughs> I, it's a girl thing. We're lazy like that. <laughs> Can't be bothered. Yeah. Sarah doesn't even know how to turn our television on, I think. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does. <laughs> Caroline, what annoys you about John? <sighs> oh, no, it's a tough one. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. He just see... he can't dress himself. He can't get in a oh, bed. Oh, yeah. Right now, it's <laughs> a soft topic. <laughs> it's a soft topic yeah. right now. All right, we won't kick him when he's down. Yeah. But he's what about you guys? What, what, what about oh, you guys? Mate, oh, there's Tony endless amounts of stuff. Yeah. yeah, look. Um... I'll start. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on, go on. Okay, all right. One We've only that... got another hour, guys, so. <laughs> okay. All right, ready? Does everyone prepare your ears? This is like the, uh, the version I can make right now, like this. Oh. No. <laughs> That's what Kurt does with his feet all day. I'm doing it all right day. now. I'm and I go I'll demonstrate for you. I go like this. It's what? I don't know. I just do it. So it's just annoying. a habit of mine. And I will just look at him, and he's like, <laughs> "What? Did I forget something?" I'm like, "Can you stop it?" He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Your feet." He's like, "Oh, can you hear that?" I'm like, "Can you not? Can you not hear that?" <laughs> it's like this dry, scaly skin put together. And do you know who else does it? <laughs> Fox. Fox. Fox does it as well. No. Yeah. They are. He's, I cannot even tell you. They are the same human. He's got all my hyperactive tra- traits. I love them. <laughs> I love them both, but far out. They are driving me insane. Insane. They both. When they finish their food, they just plop it on the ground. Oh come on! No. <laughs> <laughs> what annoys you about me? Oh, just everything. No. Um. <laughs> no. Uh. Oh, yeah. This is a hard one. Um. Probably. You know, Sarah Sarah overeats on the fruit and nut mix a little bit, and that results in her being extra gassy when we go to sleep at night. It's a lot so of sugar. we'll have dinner, and then we go to then we go, and then we'll sit on the couch for a bit. You know, whatever you whatever you do, chilling out together. And she's like, "Oh, my tummy hurts. I'm, I'm a bit sicky, girl." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. You didn't do this to yourself again." And then we get into the bedroom, and as soon as she pulls the doona over herself. It's, an, it's like an atomic bomb just goes... <laughs> but it only, it only counts if you fluff it. Yeah, she, 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 she fluffs oh, it. No, yeah, exactly. exactly. I, I really I smashed by it. I hope you guys are at that point of your relationship where it's like... Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I don't care. Well, it's so funny. Big name is the protein. 
Yeah, oh. yeah. No, yeah, no, that, that, that happens as well. <laughs> it's so funny how, like, when you start dating, you're, like, so so scared to... I was even scared to pee at your house and you'd, like, hear me pee. Yeah. And now I'm, like, loving that I'm gassy and, like, fluffing the do not. Oh, she started this new thing. Like, th- sorry. This is this is getting really deep no, in our well, relationship. Don't, don't. I'll be having a shower and then she'll walk in and she'll oh. be like, don't look, I need to wee. And then she sits <laughs> down and, and wees and I'm like, I don't even have a chance to look away. She's already weeing. I'm like, what? When did you, how, how, how is that all right? That's You've not, seen me give birth. That's true. Actually, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another one. That's another one. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's full yeah. on. Especially because I came at the moment. Yeah. He's so like, it's almost like a mum. Like, I have to be here. Like to help him shower, I'm like mm. yeah. him to the floor, washing his feet, and like came back up. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Yeah, it's full on. He's in like obviously two straight splints with his legs, so you can imagine. Do you feel like that's made you guys so much stronger? Because you have to rely on Caroline, and Caroline, you have to be very nurturing. Yeah, like we've definitely learned a yeah. lot. Like I've, it's insane how much I've had to rely on Caroline for that, yeah. and. Without her having her past injuries and or accident, then like, I don't think she'd really understand just how like, vulnerable you are or like how yeah. demoralizing it can be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do. Like I'll have moments where I'll just break down. It's just like, because yeah. I'm just so sick of asking her for stuff, you yeah. know? So yeah, I mean, she's just been a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, very handy that she's super strong that she can carry me if she needs to because that's happened on numerous occasions and i'm not joking yeah no and and that's the thing like when you have something that you're going through that essentially changes your whole life and you now don't get to do the thing that makes you the most happy you need that person to just give you that positive encouragement to be like dude you're gonna come out of this stronger like this is fleeting this is only temporary you need that from your partner, 100%. Oh, man. I would be an absolute mess. I, I wake up in the morning with a sore back and I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, I can't walk. I can't train today. You know, like, yeah. Mate. yeah. But, I mean, dude, I, I was the same. Like, you, and everyone is. You just get into a cycle and, you know, you wake up with your legs sore. Like, oh, I don't know if I could gym. And it's like, yeah. dude, I'd to go to the gym right now and do some squats. You know, it's just like, it's just that thing. It's that perspective. And when something's taken away from you, like, you know, sort of want what you can't really have. Mm. And I mean, like, so for now, I'm just looking forward to getting back to that and go, you know what, when I am back in the gym, I am going to appreciate every single session and try and make the most out of it. Yeah, it does pass really quick. That got me through with mine. I was just like, this too shall pass. Like when there was Mm. another complication, another setback or another nine months out of my like riding career, I was like, this will pass, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, always does. Well, far out. You two are both like a massive inspiration, guys. And, and just to stay so positive during this period is is so insane. So um, it's a credit to the both of you. But um, like, thank you. Thank you both for coming on to the show today. We really appreciate having you guys and, you know, sparing the time to come on. It's been when awesome ISO, talking to you. When ISO is over, you need, we need to come and visit you guys and you can teach me how to do a little bunny hop. Yeah. I'm keen. <laughs> it's my goal to get air. You need to take me down the we'll trails in Canberra. We'll I'm ready to go. We'll have the pizza. I'm ready to go. Soon. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. gluten free pizza, please. But yeah, I'm keen. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. How old is Fox now? He is like 13, 13 months. He'll be ready for a bike so by then. We'll have him. We have a little yeah, balance right? bike for him. He he doesn't really like it, but um, <laughs> we'll force it. Time. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> No, that'll be so fun. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for chatting to us. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. 
And if people want to um, find you on your socials, just plug yourself here so people can stalk you like I stalked you, Caroline, all morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see you, Buchanan68 or Caroline Buchanan. Yep. And I'm at Pruddy, P-R-U-T-T-I underscore underscore. Awesome. And we're at the dot health code and I'm KJ Tills on Instagram and YouTube. And I'm Sarah's underscore day on Instagram and Sarah's day on YouTube. Woo! Thank you guys at home for listening in today. It's been an awesome episode. And um, thank you guys again for coming on the show. Thank you. See you everyone. Bye.